Hello Seeker, welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. This is such a good episode about co-creation and manifestation. You're going to love it. Before we dive in, I want to make sure that you knew about Manifestation Breakthrough, a two-day deep dive live virtual retreat. Yes, it's all the things. I am so excited about this. We're going to deep dive into the process of manifestation while unlocking your potential, unblocking what has been in your way and connecting deeper into yourself through meditations, ceremonies, activities, and more. It's going to be so good. So on day one, we start with an early morning meditation, followed up by a break and then a workshop. We have some activities and ending with a powerful ceremony that evening. The next morning we come back for another meditation, more trainings and workshop times, another activity and some shares and ending in a closing ceremony that will seal this all in. This experience is curated to move you forward physically and energetically. So if you've been craving more deep dive experiences, if you're craving more nourishing, more immersive and effective ways of moving through what's been coming up for you, moving toward the goals and desires that you have on your heart, this is for you. So check out Manifestation Breakthrough in the show notes below, and I will see you there. Okay, without further ado, let's hop into today's episode. Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. Welcome to my corner of the internet. Welcome to our corner of the internet where seekers of all kinds come together. Seekers, lightworkers, empaths, old souls, starseeds, mystics, spiritual junkies of all kinds, <laughs> where we come together and talk about manifestation, about co-creation, about how to live the life of our wildest dreams. And I am, am here to change the conversation a little bit. If you've listened to this show for a while, I, I expand the conversation of manifestation into bigger territories. And I talk about how it's different for us empaths. It's different for us old souls. Lately, the conversation has been changing within myself and the collective narrative. I've heard a lot of you, thankfully, thank you, reaching out saying that this is really matching what you've been thinking matching what you've been feeling, how manifestation is moving just from gimme, gimme, gimme into really this true, beautiful co-creation of you becoming all you're meant to be. And knowing that in that will also come the abundance, the partnership, the success, because we are meant for the, these things. And today we're going to dive into this conversation with the 
slant on manifestation, on co-creation and where I am right now, because, you know, every, it feels like every day, every week, especially lately, my consciousness is shifting. And you know, that happens. And we've all experienced this when we see things differently. And it's more than just a little quick shift. It's a whole perspective change. And because what I believe and how I experience life and my intuitive channel is such a big part of my business, sometimes the, well, constantly the conversation is going to evolve. We're going to keep evolving in this conversation of manifestation and truly how to live a life of bliss and ease and purpose and success not filled with force and anxiety and always constantly having to manifest something and do it harder and do it more, right? There's a way to step into all the things we are wanting without the anxiety and the hustle. So anyway, we're going to talk all about that. But if you are new to the show, I am really excited that you are here. Thank you for spending this time on yourself, with me, with spirit. Everything on this podcast is it's me, Talia, the human who's been through these years of life and this experience and had a business for these many years and blah, blah, blah. It's me, but I have a channel that I work with. So especially when I'm recording, when I am connecting with my clients, when I'm doing any readings, like spirit really drives this conversation. And then I come in and translate it and kind of give it my Talia spin on things. So the things that I share are from my channel are, are from what feel to me as my truth, as universal truth. And it's here to support and to help you. So I don't know why I feel the need to say this. You guys know this that, that are listening, but I'm very spiritual, yet I am not attached at all to whether we call it God or spirit or universe or highest self or soul um, spirit, whatever it is you want to call it. And I will interchange them constantly. Um, so I just kind of wanted to let you know that, that the information that comes through and for any of you that are not new, but you haven't heard me directly address this is like, I have this channel that I'm allowing to come forward more and more and more. We had that spirit drops episode the other day that I'm hoping if it resonates with you guys to do more of these, I've heard, you know, some very positive feedback. So you can listen to that. It was a channeled reading about abundance. Um, but my channel wants to come forward more and more, and that is a, just a giant part of why I'm here. And it's the process of allowing it forward. So as I create these episodes, I'm always asking what needs to come forward. And I truly feel that I speak on behalf of spirit. I've said this before. It reminds me of the Lorax because the Lorax speaks on behalf, behalf of the trees. <laughs> and I feel that I speak on behalf of spirit to show you how this life experience works, how manifestation truly works, because you are here for a lifetime to realize in this lifetime, hopefully in this lifetime, <laughs> that you are a deliberate creator. You have been through a lot of lifetimes up until this point, and you've been learning and growing. And when you came into this one, there was this, because you're an older soul, there's this more humbled approach to like, I'm going to master it all. And that means you're allowed to go big or to have all the riches or just a simple life, but whatever it is for you that you really want to achieve in this lifetime, this is the time. So you're drawn to this podcast. You're drawn to this way of speaking about things. Um, because this is the truth. And I don't mean that like my God is the truth or my beliefs are the ultimate truth for everyone. 
but you are here for more than an experience of just trying to always get stuff. You're here for full embodied, what I want to say is enlightenment and peace in your soul and in your cells. And so that is where your manifestations are mostly going to come from in this lifetime is you finding that peace, power, embodiment, magnetism within. So already I'm going into the channel. I didn't intend to say that that's not fully what we're talking about today, but this, you know, this is what I'm here to do is expand the conversation on manifestation and bring in a whole lot more spirit, a whole lot more purpose trusting that when you live in that life, when you live fully embodied in who you truly are and understanding how this life experience works, you then do have the power to create anything you want. And I'm going to get to some really juicy stuff on that in this episode. Um, you have the power to do that while also living in fulfillment and ease, right? Not just endlessly chasing things. So again, we'll get into it, but this is what I'm here to do. Hopefully that made some sense. Welcome to my corner of the internet. <laughs> I like to say that I'm a guide in your awakening because that's truly what I feel like. I'm not a coach. Mentor resonates with me, but even still, it kind of puts me on this weird pedestal. It's like the guru calling themselves a guru is just like super weird. <laughs> so I'm really just a guide in your awakening here to share this channel and hopefully help you to make sense of this whole experience, to remember on a soul level, on a cellular level, how this experience works and how you can truly make the most of it. Okay. So we're going to talk today <clears throat> about co-creation and what that means, first of all, and then how we actually go about manifesting something from the perspective of co-creation rather than force. So it, if you've already listened to the last, say, five episodes, not necessarily all of them, and the one with the guest didn't really have as much to do with this particular thing, but the, my solo episodes, I've been talking more and more about co-creation versus manifestation, how we're not here to force our experience. There's even an episode a while ago now called We Don't Live in a Vending Machine Universe, because this is what has been coming through to me for a while now is that forcing doesn't work. And you guys, I'm going to be really, really honest with you. Okay. About a month ago, I was going through a lot in my own life. So everything's fine. As far as like the kids, the husband, all that stuff, it's my internal world, which is like pretty much always the case. Um, but I was really going through it and I started feeling like I was endlessly trying to sort of like achieve something, whether it was in healing my body or my business, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I just totally broke down and all of these nudges had been coming in already, but this is how it works is we get all these nudges coming in, which is the initiation into something you're about to embody. I write about this all in my book. You will read it when it's done. Yay. Um, and then we have the breakdown where shit starts breaking down and it's to start to show us where we are not in line with what we are about to embody. So anyway, shit was breaking down. <laughs> it was the goo phase. And I started feeling like I'm not even a very good force manifester. And that may not seem like a lot, but it makes me feel a little bit sick and covers me with weird goosebumps and not really good ones saying that because I teach manifestation. So for me to say, I'm not even that good of a manifester right now feels so icky and feels so like, oh my God, don't let anyone know that. It's like the shadow, right? It's like, 
if the nutritionist binges, it's like, it's, it's the weird dichotomy of what I've created of myself and this label. But what I started recognizing is all of the things that have come to me, including like my gorgeous home that we manifested a couple years ago and the recent breakthroughs and clients I work with, all of it has come through me being more in my zone and my, my magnetism and my power than anything I've tried to force. Meaning when I set out to be like, okay, I'm going to make $35,000 months, or I want this Jeep, like it doesn't work for me. And I didn't want to admit that because that's weird. I teach manifestation. I'm supposed to be the one, right? Showing you all the fucking shit on the yachts and all of the fancy things. But the truth is, and I'm just being really real with you, that manifestation style doesn't work for me because I had not yet in my own personal life got myself into the vibration of being that thing. And that was because, and I've been talking a lot about this for the last year, I had more work to do. So for the last few years, I've manifested some incredible things. My income keeps doubling or tripling year after year. We manifested this gorgeous home, so many breakthroughs and clarity with my body, my relationship, like amazing things. But also in that, every time I tried to deliberately create something like this one physical thing, it never came through. There were times years ago where I would try to go, like, I I think I've shared about this. I wanted to go on a Gabby Bernstein retreat or her spirit junkie master training, not a retreat. Um, and I just visualized and I saw myself there, the amount of money and it wouldn't come through. And that was years ago. I've been struggling with this for years. Yes. My life keeps getting better and better and better, but every time I try to force something, it doesn't really work. And with my clients, I always noticed that say clients would come to me because they want to find a relationship or they want to, um, they're trying to find their soulmate or they want to build their business. It was never, I was never inspired to go visualize that thing really hard. Um, whenever I was working with, of course, still every time I'm working with a client, whenever they want something, I see for my clients, the energetic blocks. And that's what we get into. We get into some healing. We get into some reprogramming. We get into moving through the resistance between my client and the thing that they want. And with my clients, when people are doubling their income and they're finally getting, you know, they're making money instead of being under or whatever it is in their business, maybe they start reaching these milestones of 10 K months, currently working with clients, reaching these milestones of 10 K months, 20 K months. It was never because I got them to force one end result. It was like, I hear you and your goals and I can see the resistance together. We help uncover the resistance and then we get to step into it. But it never was write out that thing 50 times every day, obsessively visualize yourself there. Come on, Sally, my client, just picture the end result. Just picture the end result. That's never where I go. So I'm going to share with you how I see manifestation and why it doesn't work in this other paradigm. And I'm just fully claiming this with my clients, like they get to create what they want, but how we go about it is not through force and manipulation because it doesn't even work. Believe me, if you wanted $20,000 months and I could give you the right two journal prompts to do that, I would. It's not like I don't want that for you, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work because there are other things to address first. 
So this is the way that I see manifestation and co-creation. And I want to say, I've said this in the other episodes, I believe that it's good for us to have goals. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I think depending on your human design, your personality type, having one specific goal, like $20,000 a month, that is incredible. That's great. And actually I have specific goals, but we're going to, we're going to do this in this episode. We're going to wrap right back up at, at the end for you to deeply understand. It depends on where you're coming from, but we do get to have goals. So here's the way that I see manifestation work to start from the top. And this is big. Okay. This is just, this is me. This is how I think. This is how I see life. This is where my gifts help me to see life. So some of it is big and some of it is not the way other people teach things. So I see us as a soul that has been through many, many, many lifetimes and we have purposes. Yes. Different purposes that we are here to achieve in this lifetime. Number one, we have a soul evolution purpose that has nothing to do with your job. That has nothing to do with how you serve others. It is personally what you came to overcome, to move through the general intention for all of our souls is for us to advance as a soul in this lifetime. And that comes through us learning and growing. It comes I would say it comes from us expanding, but that is a pretty woo woo word. So it learns, it literally comes from us experiencing life. And if we choose to grow through what we go through, which is what I always say, if we choose to do that, we do mature and become wiser as a soul. And this is just like how in this lifetime, right? Say you picture somebody growing up and they're never learning from their mistakes, or they're just getting more and more angry at the world. They're not really evolving and they could turn out to be, you know, a very bitter old man or lady sitting on their porch, hating life. They didn't really evolve. But if they chose to take their hardships and maybe they went to therapy or they discovered self-help or they just, they had their own process and they grew from the things they had been through at the end of their life, especially the people that have been through the most, they are hella wise because they learned through, they grew through what they went through. It's the same as a soul. So there's one main purpose of you being here, and that's your personal evolution as a soul. You are meant to, which is why you are drawn to this material. You are meant to grow and learn and change. You are introspective. You are into self-development. You are into overcoming. You are into evolving and manifesting. That's because as a soul, you came here first and foremost is to grow and evolve. So the visions that you see in your mind's eye, and I know I've talked about this too, like everything that's changing in me, it's actually really exciting because everything I've set up until this point has been complete, like nothing. I'm not contradicting anything. I'm taking it further, which I just love because yeah, it's just exciting for me. I'm such a junkie for this stuff that I'm like, oh my goodness, it like gives me a rush to be like, I understand this stuff so much more. So anyway, we have a vision in our mind's eye of something that we want. Think of some of your bigger goals. It might be financial abundance or to write a book, to have spiritual experiences, to transform maybe your personal suffering into power, confidence. Maybe it's to heal through a physical or mental, emotional trauma or dis-ease or, you know, issue going on. 
Maybe you want to find love, find community, buy a home. Okay. So we have these visions in our mind, mind's eye, and we are meant to go after them. I truly believe that that is part, this is built into this human experience is we are meant to yearn for like to create, to experience. So again, there's some spiritual texts and religious texts. And I think it's even Buddhism. That's like want for nothing. Like we shouldn't be endlessly wanting. And I definitely agree. And, and we're going to get to that. We don't need to endlessly want, but I do believe in this day and age, you were here right now. You are meant to yearn. You are meant to dream. You are meant to want something for yourself. So maybe you live in the middle of the city and you really want to live, you know, out in the country around trees, or maybe you're just scraping by and you want to have abundance. Maybe you are, you know, you don't have a partner and you want a partner. Like we are allowed to want these things that feel like they help complete our lives. And yes, we're whole and we don't need anything to complete us, but you get what I'm saying, right? We have these dreams. I'm writing a book. That dream has been in me for a long time. It's 111. I love it. Um, we are meant to fulfill on our dreams. But here's the thing. This is where law of attraction stuff usually goes the other way and where we get tripped up. You desire something from your mind's eye. And if it's an authentic desire, it kind of comes from your heart. So these things I'm saying, like, I want to have a home in the country. I want to have a, you know, meet my soulmate. I want to travel. I want to be financially free. Those all come from your heart. If you're trying to manifest doom on somebody else because they broke your heart, or if you're trying to manifest something to prove to someone because then you'll win or whatever, that's not coming from your heart. But most of our desires that we have are because we want to live in ease and peace and well-being. We want to get healthier or whatever, right? So if this desire comes from your heart, we launch our desire. This is manifestation. We say what we want. You could write it out. You could pray, but know that spirit hears you even in your thoughts, your spirit team, spirit as a whole, your soul knows what you want already because you've already, you know, maybe you see a certain aesthetic for a home in a magazine and you go like, Ooh, that's nice. Or you see a, a you know, a house for sale and you think like, Ooh, I'd love to live there. Or like, when I have the money, it's going to be really exciting or whatever it is. You see a couple holding hands, you go, Oh, I want, I want love. Even if you're triggered as a human, it's still, they know what you want, but we can say it. I would like to move into a house or you can write it out or whatever it is. And then my love, this is the part that matters the most. Spirit off offers you the opportunity to become that person. So what we actually need to do is we need to be declaring what it is that we desire. And then we need to be watching what comes up in our experience. We need to be quote unquote, doing the work that comes up in front of us. So I've used this example before I've had clients where this exact situation has happened. They come to me wanting to open up to love and manifest a soulmate. So as we're going through the work and it seems separate, they'll be checking in with me voice memo style on like a Monday, like, Hey, the weekend was good, but like, 
I just felt like so insecure and uncomfortable. Like I was supposed to go out with friends, but I didn't really want to. And I was just like sitting at home alone on a Saturday. And I just started feeling like so anxious and like, why isn't my soulmate? And you know, this could go in a million different directions of the narrative, the discomfort, the like, yuck, I'm like alone on a Saturday. What a loser. And like this, this, so I'm not, I'm not making fun of these are literal. This is an actual situation of somebody I've worked with. So that discomfort coming up is spirit offering the chance to heal slash reconcile the part inside of you that feels alone until you have someone. So spirit wants to deliver you love, but if you endlessly feel alone, that's not the same frequency as the partner walking into your life. Feeling like the partner's not there is directly opposite to the partner being there. So you will be shown what is in your way. This is the place where we get it all wrong. We think because we want to desire and have them plopped in our experience. And that would be awesome. And blessings come out of nowhere all the time. And I always say this, but it's because you're aligned. That's why the blessings come quote unquote out of nowhere because you're totally aligned with them. So if you say you want a partner and then all of a sudden you're triggered into feeling really alone or triggered when you see couples that are happy, like this stuff happens to all of us. That is the place where spirit is showing you you're feeling sort of like broken without, without the partner or not enough without, like you will be enough if you had a partner and that is a flaw in thinking. That's not true. So spirit is asking you to find the partner within the being not alone, no matter where you are or who you are with, or that feeling like if I had a partner, then I would be more worthy and valid. Maybe there's shame around not having a partner. Maybe there's other narratives at play there. So this is just one example. This happens with money all the time. I will be opening up to a new level of abundance and then a big bill comes in or a low income month or whatever. And it's exactly showing me, hey, you've got some lack going on and it is preventing you from your next level of abundance. So this is a test. Can you stay in the mindset of abundance even if we give you a bill? Trusting that it is going to work out, that you are moving forward. Can you do that? So the reason why is not because spirit is testing you like they're mean, it is because you first and foremost came here to grow. So I want you to really hear me. You asking for a new desire, a new level of life is starting the initiation of you growing into that person. So you're meant to desire, you're meant to follow what is in your mind's eye, because that is the path to grow you into the person that you are meant to be. And also the person who is a match for that abundance or that business or that love. So we launch a desire that comes from our mind's eye, that comes from our heart. Our soul is literally calling us forward into the dream home, into the goals, into the healing, into all of that spirit. Our soul is literally calling us forward. And with that forward comes opportunities. And yes, most of the time it is to heal, to really dissolve what is in the way. And when you can start to see it like a formula, which again, like I'm saying, this is the whole book I'm writing. It's so exciting. When you can see it like a formula, it becomes like clockwork. You say you want something new. You are offered 
a feedback of what is going on in your experience so that you can heal it, so that you can move through it, so that you can come out the other side being fully embodied in that frequency and then receiving it. So manifestation, how I see it and how we co-create is we desire something from our heart. We put it out to whatever spirit, God entity that we feel most comfortable with. We put it out there. We start doing the work that comes up, becoming really self-aware. Where are their triggers? Where are their things? And simultaneously, simultaneously, you'll usually also be getting signs. Like maybe you're seeing one, 111 more. Or So when I had the lower income month and I was being triggered recently, I kept finding dimes everywhere. Like I was telling one of my clients, like I have like seven dimes on this one table because I keep finding them and putting them there thinking it must be the same dime that keeps falling out of my pockets or whatever. No, I found like seven dimes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> being triggered with income and whatever else they're saying, like abundance is here. Notice what's coming up. I'm like, okay, but seven dimes doesn't help me pay the bills, but it does in energy. You know what I mean? So we are offered that. So we desire from our heart. We do the work as it comes up and we become more and more open to receive. So this is going to sound a bit like a dichotomy, but spirit wants you to discover that you are a deliberate creator. One of the truths here on earth that you are here to remember as um, on a soul level and as a human you're here to remember that you are a deliberate creator. Yes, law of attraction got it right with that, that your thoughts create everything. Your thoughts create your reality. But we can't just go into it to get a bunch of shit because then we're not doing the work. We're not actually moving through triggers into a powerful place and kind of like moving on and moving past and continuing to manifest. We're just launching what we want, getting really mad that we don't have it, being spiraling into shame, not good enough. I'm not committed enough. I'm not spiritual enough. I'll never do it. Failure. And it keeps us there. And then we go, fine, I'm going to manifest this. And then we're, but we're not, we're just trying to force it. We're not doing the work. I know it's tough. It sounds mysterious and tough to quote unquote, do the work, but you will manifest what you want so much faster. If you understand this process, desire from your heart, know that that is the universe pulling you into that next level. So let's go business for a minute. When I am desiring with my heart to host retreats, that is pulling me into a bigger version of myself. So I don't just wish for the retreat to fall on my lap tomorrow. My soul is calling me forward into another level of leadership, of holding space and ceremony and alchemy and transformation and being a creative and a visionary and creating an experience. So as that comes up, and I was dealing with this a few months ago, I was sharing with you guys, a lot of my stuff was coming up. A lot of my stuff about being seen, about being enough, about body, because I realized I was being called into this one area of hosting in-person retreats. So my stuff came up. My stuff came up to be alchemized, to be looked at. I was like, that's interesting. Why do I feel so much resistance when I know it's what I want to do? And I'm excited. I've been planning this for fucking years. It's going to be epic because I've been planning it for so damn long. I have playlists. I have everything for these retreats. And so what is it? Oh, I'm terrified of being seen. Okay. Okay. I got it. Right. It doesn't mean I can't have it. 
It doesn't mean I'm not going to do it because you bet your sexy little butt that I'm doing it. But my stuff's going to come up because I first and foremost came here to grow. So as I look at that, as I do my own inner child work, and this is activated, like I am so proud that I created activated because it goes so perfectly in line with everything I'm talking about. It's like, I knew that that's where the conversation was going because we need to desire and then notice what comes up, be fully resourced to know how to handle what comes up and then flip that and move it, move back into deliberate creator mode. So what I mean by that is say the example of the retreat, I launch it, I want it, I journal it, I, you know, anticipate it, all my shit comes up. I use my own tools. I do my shadow work, my inner child work, exactly what I teach and activated. And then I start going, okay, so all this stuff is coming up, but I'm still going to choose to be a deliberate creator. And so then I start affirming more of like, I host retreats. I am excited about that. And I move through the stuff that comes up. I start setting dates. I start moving it forward because I'm a deliberate creator. I get to create my experience. So it's this very fine line of you get to create your experience, no doubt about it. You can make all the money. It doesn't make you unspiritual. You can have all the things. It doesn't make you unspiritual. But the difference is, are you doing it? Are you expanding as you desire or are you forcing? Are you allowing the desire to grow you? Or are you endlessly chasing something in order to make you happy? Are you manifesting from a place of recognizing that you are spirit, that you are creation? Or are you manifesting from a place of not feeling good enough until you get there? So in my body journey... A lot of you can relate to parts of my story, whether it's an eating disorder or chronic pain or body image stuff. A lot of us have dealt with something in that area, in those areas. So with my journey, I treat myself well and affirm within my energy, my healthy body, my state of health, my vitality, my strength, my um, just healthy body in all the ways, whether it's pain, whatever. I affirm that from a place of divineness because I have done a lot of work to clear my channel and recognize that I am spirit. I am a child of spirit. A wave is not separate from the sea. I am not separate from creator. I am a divine creator. So I use my divine creator abilities to focus upon optimal health and well-being and vitality. And as I am triggered, as I have pain flare-ups, as things come up in my mind, I use my own healing modalities that I teach my students and my clients. I use my healing, move through it back into that vital place where I deliberately create the health that I am seeking with my energy, with my mind, with my actions. So once again, when you realize that you are spirit, and this is the I am, this is deepening so much for me lately. And I was, I was where one of the things that popped was I was thinking about health and I want health is different than I am health. 
And I was like, why is it so powerful? Yes, it's in the first person, right? Or it's in the present moment. It's affirming that I already am that, not I want it. But I am that. For any of you hardcore seekers that have heard of the I am, I am that I am. I am is the spirit within. So instead of us saying, I want health, it's I am health because I am spirit. There is a part of me that is healthy and vital and contains life force. That is the part that makes me healthy. So on this journey of desiring, I used to desire health or weight loss or, you know, to not be in pain from a place of desperation and not good enoughness which only brought me more not good enoughness. But now I'm in a place where I'm deliberately creating my healing through knowing that I am a deliberate creator. I am in some ways in charge of my own destiny. That doesn't cut out spirit, but there is a part of us on a soul level that when we signed up for this human experience, one of the big differences here being human is that we have free will. So we have the choice to step into that deliberate creatorness, <laughs> and this assuming that you are resonating with this, being a deliberate creator doesn't mean stomping on people. It doesn't mean being a narcissist and not caring who you have to hurt to get to the top. And that's the difference. I'm not just blindlessly blind, blindlessly, blindly, that was good, manifesting you know, $30,000 months or whatever, because it's like, I just got to get money. It's like, once you clear the channel a bit with a bit of healing work, which a lot of you have done, and you're ready for that big shift, keep on with that toolbox of healing work. We always need to do that, but you can step into the, I am, I am spirit. I am abundant. I am vital. I am it because I am. Are you manifesting from the I am, from the fact that you are pure potential and pure spirit? Are you manifesting from there or are you manifesting from not enoughness, from I need this to feel whole? Are you manifesting from wholeness or from the fact that I need this to feel whole? Are you allowing your desires to grow and expand you? Or are they shrinking and contracting you because you're suffocating the life out of your dreams because you're worried and anxious about doing it and not doing it, obsessing about how to do it. It's a tough one to like really get our heads around, but there's a profound difference in the way at which we're going about our manifestations. And the biggest thing I want you to take away here is you get to have everything you want, but it is your job to create that wholeness, that okayness, that completeness inside you, which comes from that inner work, which comes from your connection to spirit. And from that place, oh my goodness, the world is your oyster. Also because the law of attraction is still true. So as you are lightening your load and, and sort of becoming happier and more fulfilled inside before you get the things, because you're connecting deeper with your inner child, connecting deeper with yourself, connecting deeper with spirit, as you do that, you naturally raise your vibration and become more magnetic. It's like, it's, you know what I mean? It's like, it's all true, 
law of attraction is all true. But if I just told you, okay, here's the secret to manifesting money, just go out and be abundant in your energy. Just be high vibe. That would work for like 37 seconds until you start getting triggered until you start worrying about something or going like, this is ridiculous. This isn't going to work. So we can't band-aid, we can't force over this stuff. But the truth is, is once you do a bit of that excavating, a bit of that healing work, whatever it is for you that allows you to recognize that you are spirit, to recognize the spirit within, that place makes you feel so damn good because spirit has your back. You're not alone. You are supported. You are here on a much bigger journey. It's a soul journey. And if you're allowing life to teach you, I was going to say learn you, if you allow life to learn you, then you get to step into that higher vibration because you're learning. So one of my biggest experiences of discomfort was my relationship with my mom. And I never felt supported, good enough. I felt criticized. I felt like she didn't come through for me. I had all these feelings. When I started doing the deeper healing work, one day I had the epiphany of like, holy shit, I am the one that is in control of my worthiness, not her. Which the reason I use that example is because most of us have moms or dads and a lot of us have, you know, history with them. And even as a 30 something year old human, I was still taking criticism or passive aggressive comments or little things that I even probably made up taking it to heart and not feeling good enough. And as I started doing just even a bit of the healing work and realizing that I am good enough as I am, no matter what anyone thinks of me, it's between me and me. It's between me and source. I know that I'm good enough and I want to feel good enough. And I kind of just, we had this time where I was with her and I just looked at her and inside I was like, fuck, hot damn. (laughs) You are not the one in charge of my enoughness. That's me. So these types of revelations happen as we do a little bit of healing work and we take that enoughness and that power back into our own hands. And then as we feel more in our power, we come back to the place where we recognize I am a deliberate creator. And that's when I can come back into, I am healthy. I am abundant. And it's not an empty mantra that backfires. It's affirming that what the spirit in you already knows is that you are doing a good job, that you have the frequency of spirit within you, which is the frequency of life force. So this is how you manifest from co-creation. Desire what you want on your heart. Run it through a little filter of authenticity. Go like, does this feel true to my heart? Is this an authentic desire? Even if it's monetary, it totally generally is. And then declare it out into reality. Spirit, I am manifesting my Jeep now. Show me the next step. Spirit, I am ready for my soulmate. Let's start again. I'm ready with fresh eyes. Show me where I need to go. Show me what I need to do. Show me what I need to see. And then notice what comes up. So I want to say right here, I am doing a manifestation breakthrough digital retreat coming up in just a couple weeks. The link is below. We're going to go deeper 
into exactly how to manage triggers. We're actually all going to collectively recall like what has been coming up recently and starting to see some through lines because as soon as you see what these triggers and or life situations that are coming up are presenting, whether it's a test, whether it's a trigger, we get to know what to do and literally decode it so that we can move through and move into what we manifest. So I encourage you to check out Manifestation Breakthrough Digital Retreat. First time doing this. I am so freaking excited. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be yummy. And it's going to move the needle forward in your manifestations in real time. It's two days. It's like a day and a half of just beautiful, nourishing, nourishing, uh, meditations, activations, powerful workshops, circles, conversation. It's going to be so good. It's going to move you forward. So check that. So we desire from our heart. We do the work that comes up and we start asking ourselves, I wonder how this is helping me toward my manifestation. I wonder how this is helping me and good and bad. So maybe you declare that you want a Jeep and then you're starting to feel lack with money and your thoughts start going like, I can't get a Jeep. Who am I kidding? It costs this much and this much or whatever it is that you want. Okay. Okay. That narrative that is coming up doubt. Maybe that's doubt in my resourcefulness or lack of trust or faith in the universe. Okay. That's helpful. I'm noticing I have a lack of trust in the universe. That's helpful. When you're trying to move forward and manifest with the universe, that is helpful information for you to see and then to use your tools to move through that, right? So notice what comes up, notice what comes up in your experience. And sometimes you might start seeing Jeeps all over the place, or you're wanting a certain vacation to somewhere like random and obscure and you start seeing ads for flights or somebody else went there. So we start to see it trickling into our experience in ways that we deem as good, like evidence, like weird, I'm seeing Jeeps all the time and also triggers. We have to learn to take the story out and just look at what it is. It's a gift to be able to see where to move forward. And then we do the work that, that, that is coming up and then we open to receive. We go, I am open to receiving this. We work on our receiving energy to allow it into our experience. And that truly is manifestation. You can manifest anything you desire when you're willing to put it out there, to notice and do the work as it comes up, and then to open your heart to receive. And that is really as simple as it is. And you will continue to co-create with spirit who wants for you wild abundance, wants for you partnership. Spirit just wants you to be happy all the ways, self-generated happiness and things. They want you to have massages. They want you to be able to do fun getaways and pay for your friends' drinks and dinners and, you know, be um, generous with your charities or with your, you know, with whatever you decide to put your abundance into. Like it wants those things for you too. So opening up that receiving energy as well, which a lot of us are pretty good with that. Sometimes a bit of work, but a lot of times it's just seeing how life presents itself with what is going sort of what is blocking you and being able to decode that and move through that. So if you want my help in a very brand new sacred experience, I highly recommend joining me in Manifestation Breakthrough. I am so excited. It's going to be juicy. I cannot wait. I will hopefully see you there. And I hope that this episode served you today, Seeker. All right. Have a beautiful day and I will see you in the next episode.
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I truly hope that it served you and helped to move the needle forward in your life. So before you go, I want to ask if you are looking for some new practices, if you need a little meditation for some stress, or you're looking to get unblocked. If this is you, I want to invite you into the freebie library. Yes, it's free. It contains an awakening her daily practice, a meditation for stress, a guide to help get unblocked, as well as a scripting manifestation exercise to use the power of the quantum to literally script out your future. So if you're looking to get a little bit more mojo in your manifestations, I welcome you into the freebie library. It's going to help to move you forward and give you some extra tools in your tool belt. So check the links below and dive in now.